We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Brian. Hello. Oh, here comes the British. What? <laughs> Why are we doing? Well, you got something up your sleeve here. No. Okay. All right. You. So what's up in the world of peas and carrots? Can I just say this? Sure. I feel like we're playing the lottery when we go to the grocery store. Yes, we are. And we're not going in the grocery store. We're not. So this is a typical grocery experience for us. And many of you can relate. It's like you get those scratch and sniff lotto cards. They're not scratch and sniff. What are? Oh, have mercy. Scratch offs. Okay. Anyway. And we don't buy oh. those, just FYI. But that's what grocery shopping's like. Well, you we either get Zippo or you win a million. Mm, haven't hit the million yet. So we typically order from Kroger. We'll do a pickup order. And I need to say this up front. This is not bashing on any grocery store whatsoever. This is just sharing our typical process. We will order from Kroger. We will pick up our order. At the most recent pickup, we had two pages of unavailable or substituted items, which was very interesting. So then we will go home from there, and I will log on to Walmart and try a second order for things that we need to be able to make the recipe that I was hoping to make. And from there, I will perhaps place a target order to pick up. It has become a three-part process to plan a week of meals. And so just the sheer time spent getting our menu crafted and ready to go. But I need to say this. In all love and kindness, please, y'all, no matter how frustrated we are, no matter how difficult grocery runs have become, whether you're going inside the store or you're picking up, I pray we be kind Mm. to those that are working behind the scenes or carrying out our groceries or it's, it's a horrible business right now. I cannot imagine working in the grocery business and they're doing the absolute best they can. So you and I both try really hard to hide our face if we're disappointed. Am I right? When we do a pickup. Um, so, yeah, there's just there's no reason to go off on people because they don't have your brand of pasta or your choice of deli meat or whatever. It's it's not right. Well, I agree. I just want to know how you run out of pig. Um, like. Okay. <laughs> Like, like you can't get pork chops. I want to understand this mind of yours sometimes. What? (laughs) There's pigs everywhere. How do you not have a pork chop or ham? It may be a distribution issue. So, Will I get in trouble if I go down to Junior's Pasture and get a pig? Yes. Okay. Stick with Kroger. Scratch off my plan for Thursday night. So. <laughs> You're just amazed at me sometimes, aren't I you? I am. Mainly because I never know what's going on in that mind. Yes, you do. No, okay. I don't. Then we've been doing some something wonderful Zoom dinners. We have. This is absolutely the most fun thing to do. Next to being able to sit in a restaurant with friends. 
We've done this now for a few weeks in a row. We and have. Every Friday or even Saturday night, we will uh, contact some friends. I don't think we have one set up for this week. We need to work on that. Yes. And uh, we, will do, uh, we will have dinner, and we will Zoom with some friends, and they'll have dinner. And we will talk for an hour and a half. It's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so much fun to get to catch up and it's over dinner, which is automatically relaxing because there's food involved. And yeah, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. I was in a sweater and my pajama pants this past Friday night. So it was excellent. But it's just, it's fun. We came away feeling refreshed. We had laughed. We'd been able to talk we, about life with friends. We did a Zoom dinner with our friends Barbara and David, and she was texting saying, can y'all help me talk David into wearing a tie? <laughs> and I responded with, y'all going to be lucky if I'm wearing a shirt. This is casual. And she showed up wearing pearls on I Zoom. I loved it. Loved it. So, so yeah. That, so I would say this. If you're m- missing some folks, set up a Zoom dinner. Sure. And that's get, something that's we'll wonderful. get creative. Just find and ways to connect. Miss Kayla. Yes. On a whole other topic, mm-hmm. your Christmas tree is still up. You bet it is. <laughs> We've also had 18 feet of snow. As but long that. as the temperature is below my age, the Christmas tree is staying up. Okay. Just saying. Just, uh, okay. It does make the room. I did nearly put it away. Aww. I will admit, about a week and a half ago, I told you I think it's time I said the, no. And I saw the look on your face, and I said, okay, not yet. And when we woke up Saturday morning to six degrees, actual temperature, six degrees, I'm really glad. Say it one more time. It. Say it one more time. I just, I don't live in Alaska. Six degrees. But you live in the mountains. <sighs> okay. I felt, I felt okay. that. I felt that sigh. Okay. So it's, it's. February, Lord, how am I supposed to love them? Have you ever prayed that? Mm. Have you ever found yourself honestly admitting to God, Mm. Lord, I, I can't, you can't ask me to love them. And so I thought it would be good for us to talk about this. To name the people that we find? No. Oh. Let's not do that. Um, Well, let me hang on a second. Let me go over here. (laughs) I got this whole sheet over here. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. But no, there are, so there are, there are some thoughts and quotes that came to mind for both of us. And one of the first one is one that I thought of, and then there's a couple that you're going to speak into. But what are your thoughts on this quote? And then I'll share mine. If you dislike someone, dislike them alone. Don't recruit others to join your cause. 100% agree, and it doesn't make you look good to recruit others to dislike somebody. It isn't Christ-like. It doesn't build people up. Uh, it may not mean that person's a bad person. It just may mean that you have a personality conflict, that the that oil and water don't mix. Uh, but, yeah, if you dislike them, dislike them alone. And I would go a step further. If you dislike somebody, take a long, hard look at why. 
how can you either mend that fence or if it truly is a situation, because I'm not going to be all Pollyanna here. There are people in my life who have caused some very difficult circumstances, and I don't like those people. But it does not give me a right to run them down to other people. Because the truth is, I'm only living in within the sphere of my circumstances and my experience with that person. It could be totally different for someone else. They could be an absolute lifeline to another person or have had a very positive impact in that person's life. But I think it says, and I am, forgive me, I am speaking mostly to air quote Christians here. We're very good at eating our young when they disappoint us. Mm. So my challenge to all of us is not to jump on the bandwagon when someone else is speaking in an unkind way or stating an opinion about somebody. Form your own opinion. And maybe that looks like getting to know that person. Maybe it looks like going to that person and saying, hey, I'm hearing some things. Would you like an opportunity to speak to this? But nothing good comes of this army of, of hate that's built on hearsay or one person's opinion mm. of another. Mm. Other thoughts on that? I think you've summed it up well. I think you summed it up beautifully. Yeah, I think it – how do I want to say this? Don't recruit a gripe buddy because mm. because you will – drag both of you down the mud. Yeah. Just stay on the high road mm. and be a person of integrity. Yeah. So I want you to speak to this one because it's something that you've had you've had an experience with this in recent months, more so I would say than at other times in your life. What do you say to someone who thinks that you aren't loving others well when you're practicing boundaries? Well, I'd say they're wrong. I'd say, one, I still love that person. Sure. Uh, two, I'm trying to put in healthy boundaries as to what a healthy relationship looks like. Mm. And that goes with work relationships. That goes with family relationships. That goes with certain friendships. You, you put in certain boundaries because this is what healthy relationships look like. Yeah. And so now let me say this, because I'm not loving you the way that you want to be loved. Mm. That's not fair. And I say this, I even struggle with that because I want people to like, love me a certain way. I want people to even treat me a certain way, but that's selfish on my part. And God's convicting me of that. So even Brian struggles with that. Mm. But at the same time, so these people are then practicing boundaries with me, and that's probably a good thing. But yeah, boundaries aren't bad. Now, cutting somebody out of your life, that's probably not sure. you know, that's probably not good. But yet boundaries, they're they're good and they are they are healthy because it keeps that relationship on a good plane mm-hmm. and, it, and it keeps it moving forward. 
yeah. uh, to where and so uh, does does that help? It does. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> you did a great job unpacking that. There are different levels. Like you said, there are different levels to friendships. Some are closer than others. Some have a right. Some have earned a right to speak about certain things. And others have. And others have not. Um, Certain family relationships are at different levels as well. And there's give and take on both sides. But, yeah, it's the challenge of... We are in this together, but perhaps not the way that certain individuals want yeah. the relationship to be. Now, so that's I, typically when this is thrown around right. is, well, you're just not loving. I am. I am loving. I'm just not loving the way you want me to love. Right. right. And and that's not fair. That's that's not fair. I agree. Uh, so, But I do want to... I do want to go back to Bob Goff, who's a great author. He says this, love difficult people because you are one of them. Whoever's listening to this podcast, you're somebody's difficult person. Mm -hmm. I am somebody's difficult person. Now, Now, you, Miss Kayla, you are beautiful. You are kind. You're gracious. You are nobody's difficult person. Oh, stop it. I probably have twice as many people who think I'm difficult. I don't think so. But so this is what helps me keep lines of like communication open, helps me try to be kind, try to, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Tolerant. Tolerant. That's a very good word. Because I'm a difficult person to people. So I need to accept that and then be open to others who might be difficult for me. I don't like being around difficult people. I like people who I click with, who I mesh with. Uh, and that keeps me going. And it grates my nerves if I got to spend a long amount of time with somebody who I'm just not clicking with. And I'm like, okay. But I have to believe that God is using that in my life to make me more like Jesus. You know, though, I think of the days when we have an off day, and we all do. So You're far, not, it's been every day this week for me, but go ahead. Oh, bless you. We're, we're not always at our best. We're not always our best selves. Lord, and no. so it could be that we meet somebody and we don't click, perhaps, on the first interaction. And if that were the only opportunity we had to spend time with that person— It might be a difficult situation. I love the opportunity for second chances. Mm. And I think that's what this gives us is just let people be who they are and accept that sometimes perhaps they're having a one-off day. They didn't mean to be cranky. They didn't mean to be gruff. They didn't mean to be that complainer or bitter person. They're just going through a difficult time. So love them. Love them well. Books, books, and more books. We love books. We do. We love books. So what are you reading and what are you and what are your next few books coming up? Yeah, so I am uh 
So I'm actually reading a book right now called The Hard Good. Okay, can I, I need to pause here for a second. Uh-huh. Let me tell you how Miss Kayla reads a book if she's really enjoying it. I read it to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she reads it to me. Hey, B, listen to this. And I'm thinking I'm going to hear a paragraph. No, you read, I read like a whole chapter. She reads like six pages to me. And you love every bit of it, right? Okay, love difficult people. You're one of them. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. So I'm re- hard, hard. Um, so I'm reading the Hard Good by Lisa Whittle, and it's a very good book. I'm also going to be starting a book, Emotional Agility. I think I read and that. Recommend you did. That. You recommended it to me. I'm working my way through a British detective series by Anne Cleves. I wonder and I why it's absolutely British. Absolutely love it. Yeah. So I'm also going to start a book. I've had it for a while, and it's a book that the author has actually passed away since she wrote this, but it's a book, Searching for Sunday, and it's about finding your place in in the church, coming back to the church and finding your place. And then another book that I am reading that is really good is a book, Share Your Stuff, I'll go first. And it's 10 different conversation pieces that enhance friendship. It helps to take friendships to the next level and give you things to talk about. So it's really good. How about you? Uh, I'm reading a book called Hidden Truths, uh, Secrets That Every CEO Should Know Mm. by Fubini. He's a Harvard professor. So far, I haven't discovered any secrets. So keep going. And it's a, the book's a little dry, but it's, I mean, I'm very weird. If I start a book, I must finish it no matter oh, see, how, no. how bad it is. I've tossed books in the trash. So I can't do that. I can. It's like betraying. Uh, rejoice. I'll you all day. Re- <laughs> rejoice and Tremble by Reeves. Um, it's a series. It's, uh, I can't remember the name of the series. But uh, Dane Ortland wrote a book called Deeper, and this is also in that same series. Mm. And rejoice and, and rejoice and tremble is about what's it mean to uh, fear the Lord. Mm. And so, uh, I'm assuming it's going to be about sin and wisdom and that kind of stuff. Uh, another one, uh, an American marriage, Abraham Lincoln and Mary Todd. Shocker! What? A Lincoln book. You can't get too much Lincoln. He's a wonderful person. But she was a little crazy. Mary Todd, a little crazy. Okay? She was a little off the reservation. She was a little bit off the reservation. And yeah. so, so this will be interesting to see how he endured with her and loved her and went on. Mm. Uh, there's another book. Uh, mine and Miss Kayla's book uh, styles are so opposite. Like right now, she's about to go to sleep. I'm on, trying not to nod off. Uh, <laughs> like what in the world? Uh, next book I'm going to be reading to is uh, SPQR. Uh, that's a Roman acronym about. Carry on. The book title is SPQR: A History of Ancient Rome, and SPQR mm-hmm. is a Roman acronym about Roman government. So that's where that comes. If you remember. Ooh. Oh, you didn't go to Rome with me, did you? No. As you walk Rome and you go places, you look down, you'll see SPQR on everything. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's like the spirit of Rome. And then a book called Winning by by Tim Grover. 
Uh, and how to win in today's world. I just finished a book, which was wild. Uh, well, I'm not going to recommend it, but it's uh, The Good Kings. It's a story. It's uh, the book about all the I don't pharaohs. think I've ever heard you be as vocal <clears throat> about a book. Yeah. And we won't, we won't shred it. But no, but yeah. the, just I wouldn't read it. The book is very anti-male. It's a book about... Uh, pharaohs in like ancient egypt and she compares their rules to different places in the world and how people rule those so that that was interesting so there you go mm. so, so lots it. of reading which lots is a of, good way to you know pass the time with it being six degrees outside but yeah so good stuff there, there you go and the amazon man comes how often to our house pretty often yeah. Why does he do that? Y'all, does anybody else's Amazon man beat on the door at Decibel 843? I don't know why, because we have a doorbell. Ring the doorbell. But we will be watching TV or reading. And, and all of a sudden you'll hear, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, it like, scares me half We will about come undone. <laughs> I'm thinking the cops are outside. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess he wants to make sure well, you I don't know, know his I just find there. that it's just so. crazy. Hey, you can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. Or feel free to contact us, peasandcarrotspodcast.com, or on Facebook, search for Peas and Carrots Podcast. And perhaps share with us, what are you reading? What should we read from your book stack? Here's my question. How loud does your delivery guy beat on your door when he delivers a package? <laughs> Rank that for me, one to ten. Waiting for the glass to break in our door. Oh, yeah. I need to get positive. Love difficult people. I'm one of them. For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.